Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As we hurtle towards the finish line, Drag Race Time Machine is going supersized, covering two episodes, Hometown Honeys and the Girl Group Challenge. Which girl group will reign supreme and which one will flop? Let's find out. From Glitterball, this is Drag Race Time Machine Down Under. Ah yes, hello loves and welcome to another episode of Drag Race Time Machine Down Under. Oh, we have a lot to catch up on this week. I hope you're ready because we have not one but two big challenges. The girl group challenge of the season and the branding challenge of the season. But we'll come to that in a second because I have some thoughts and opinions as always. But as always, speaking of things that normally happen, I am here to remind you that these podcasts contain what? Spoilers. So... If by this point you've been living under a rock and haven't seen these episodes, go watch episode five and six. I had to think for a second there. And then come back and have a listen and we'll dissect it all. But with that out the way, let's kick things off with episode five. That is the girl group challenge known as Bosom Buddies for this season. Now look, overall, generally speaking, this was probably a fairly competent girl group challenge, but I wasn't totally enthralled. It was streets ahead of last season's Queens Down Under girl group moment. 
absolute streets ahead. But I still wasn't like, wow. I'll give them credit where credit is due. That Bosom Buddies hook is great. And one of the teams was quite the standout. And I think definitely usurps uh, UK3's big drag energy entirely. And that's just one team. We'll get to the other in a bit. But before we get there, we need to talk about the girls' not really morning minis elimination from the competition. The girls seem pretty happy to see the shadiest one in the room leave. Beverly is clearly feeling herself as the self-proclaimed lip-sync assassin of the season. But then when is Beverly not feeling Beverly? I mean... Good God. Thank you, Queen Kong, for rightly putting her in her place. Honestly, she just... Look, I understand this is the narrative she is being given for the season, but I'm so bored. I'm like, go take a nap, Beverly, and then come back and actually compete in the competition, please, rather than just talking so much hot air. You could basically be a hot air balloon convention at this rate. But hey, at least looking at the positives, we know there's one other thing Beverly can't do aside from winning a challenge, and that's read. And speaking of which, let's get to the reading challenge because the library is open. Now look, as much as I'm giving Beverly shade, there was hardly many good reads in this reading challenge. I think this is potentially one of the worst reading challenges we've seen in recent Drag Race history. Because Lord help these queens. They cannot read. Somebody send them back to school, please. All perhaps with the exception of Queen Kong. Where's Minnie when you need her? But now with that god-awful challenge out the way, it's time for the girls to record and choreograph their girl group performances. And we'll get straight to that right after this break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we're back. And with the groups decided, let's do a quick recap. We have Queen Kong... Hanaconda and Spanky as Baps with a Z. That's broke ass bitches with a Z. And then you have Beverly Kills, Molly Poppins, and Yuri Guy as the Hung Divas. Now, of course, as you would expect, over on Team Hung Divas, Beverly is like, I want to take the leader's dance, Captain. And to be honest with you, I feel like Beverly is the only one, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due here, that seems remotely enthused about this challenge on that team. It's nice to see, actually. I don't know. The Hung Divas as a team just felt very like, eh, do we really want to be here? And to be honest with you, I think that comes across in their final performance, but we'll get there in a minute. Over on Team Brogas Bitches, there is a lot more enthusiasm, and I think... All three of those queens are like, yeah, this is cool. And I think they all have pretty solid concepts. One moment that really made me chuckle was when they were talking about Hannah's dance ability or potential lack thereof. There's just a great dynamic between these three and I'm a big fan. Then, before we even get to the main stage and recording with girl band expert Michelle Visage, Queen Kong erupts like a volcano at Beverly Kills. Oh my word, does she let her have it. And I was like, oh boy, wait a whoa, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. This went from just a light peppering of reading about their dysfunctional dynamic to wham, bam, ding, ding, round two, three, and four. And I was like, oh boy. And then Beverly's like, this attitude needs to go. And I'm like, do you not realise how you've come across the entire season? Sure, Queen's let loose, but you've kind of been doing the same all season. But instead of it being two contestants' faces, you've just been doing it in the confessionals. So I'm like, if you can't take it, don't give it. I don't know. But with that unexpected boxing match out the way, let's head to main stage recording with Michelle. And to be honest with you, the two sessions could not be further apart. Aside from some help with enunciating and small things, I think, with uh, broadcast bitches, we really see the struggle when it comes to hung divas. Both Beverly and Yuri, really, the struggle bus is in full motion with those two this week. Yuri in particular... But my God, am I tired of Beverly as narrator. Look, I know I'm kind of hammering on Beverly this episode, but it's really, it's gotten to a head for me, this episode. I'm like, please, just stop talking. When it comes to Kari, we don't actually see pretty much anything of the Broker Spitches Kari session. We just get the moment of Queen Kong being like, this is my week to prove myself. 
which I think says a lot about them as a group. But with Hung Divas, we see a bit more of the Cory train, with mostly Yuri being scared. Along with Beverly losing her entire mind that she is not being taken seriously as their choreography leader and being terrified about not going home. And I'm like, girl, relax. And then we see round four between Beverly and Queen Kong. I'm like, yikes. I thought we were done here, but apparently, no, 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 we're not. Um, but the hysterical thing for me is we see Queen in her confessionals calling out exactly how Beverly is coming across in Beverly's confessionals. And I'm like, ooh, shit. But I will say the aftermath story of seeing Queen be like, look, I am not having a good day, but I still have to go out there and pull myself together and present what people are looking for from me. I think is actually a really powerful storyline because I'll be honest, I, I, I know that feeling really well. There are some days where I sit down and I pull the microphone out and I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. So I actually really relate to Kong in this moment being like, I, I, I don't want to really do this, but the show must go on. And all power to her for not letting it show when she's on stage. Because if... <laughs> If I read the room correctly, I think she wanted to slap Beverly till, uh, till the cows came home. But she pulled it together and she kept it moving. So bravo. But I think it's a very important moment for viewers to see. Because it's not all glitz and glam and yeah. But let's get into the finished products for this episode. All right, so let's do this in order of performance and start with Babs. This was everything I expected it to be in terms of polished, hysterical, just really well put together and you could feel the chemistry and the joy of all three of them being on stage together. Queen killed it, Spanky killed it, Hannah killed it. Just flawless, fabulous, fun and camp from beginning to end. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. But when it comes to the Hung Divas, I think I'm about to have a little bit of a controversial opinion here because I think Yuri Guy was the best of the group. I really thought Yuri sold it when it came to performance time. Beverly, I think, was in Beverly's own head and Molly was just kind of flat for me. Uh, overall, I would say their performance was fine, but it certainly didn't have the cohesion of the other group. But let's get into this week's runway and the gimme gimme's or the outfits I can't say I hate. I'd just much rather incinerate. So this is actually really simple for this week. I would say five out of six queens are getting a gimme gimme because I really like their looks, even slightly baggy fits, spanky aside. 
this was a really strong runway for me. The only exception, and I hate to say it, sorry Molly, that look is basic. Even Beverly I like this week, I know, shocker. But yeah, it's a very strong runway overall. The only thing that I wish was better was Spanky's fit because if Spanky's fit had been tighter, I think Spanky would be my winner of the runway and of the main challenge this week. But in light of that fit, I think I have to give my runway win to Queen Kong because that is just flawless and gorgeous and she looks incredible. But with that, we have come to the pointy end of the episode and it's time for someone to pack their bags. This week, it's a group win and Babs is the winner. Broadcast bitches are broadcast bitches no longer because they each get two grand from the sponsor of this week's episode, Snack Tights. And we get a hysterical moment where RuPaul even tells Spanky, yes, you do need those tights. But that means our hung divas find themselves in the bargain bin and Yuri Guy and Molly Poppins find themselves in the bottom too. But I gotta be honest, it's a pretty solid effort all round lip sync. Yes, Molly had the syllables down pat as apparently lip sync expert Beverly Kills tells us, but I think this was a pretty solid match lip sync probably our most solid of the season and I would have been happy to see both of them stay but unfortunately our spooky queen of the season Yuri Guy is given the heave ho and told to go back to Halloween town and we are left with a final five and that brings us to episode six this week the queens are given the challenge of showing us their hometown via a series of tourism commercials. Or at least that's what Rue tells them. But we'll get to that in a second, because first we need to talk about the Queen's reaction to Yuri being sent home and Molly's crocodile tears. Because I'm sorry, this is a competition. You can't tell me she was that upset. I look sure it's probably a little traumatic because they were fairly close. But I'm like... Really, Molly, with all this another bitch down kind of talk that you've you've had throughout this season and now you're all like, I actually had to send somebody home. Ah! Really? Okay. The only person's tears for Yuri I buy are Spanky's. Like, the moment that Spanky has is like a legitimately profound moment, I think. But Molly, take your crocodile tears somewhere else. But that brings us to the ever-crucial... Ghost of the Pot RuPaul moments, where he basically is like, this isn't about tourism, this is about getting a peek into your brain to each of the queens. And I was like, right, so then why didn't you sort of spin it that way to begin with? Because that's not how it came across to me when you were explaining it, RuPaul. I don't know. Am I wrong? Or was RuPaul just looking for an issue? I feel like RuPaul may have been. It was just very odd to me. Very, very odd. Right, so let's get straight into the rehearsal slash shooting moments with Michelle and 
Suzanne, who is back for this season's branding challenge, which I have to say surprises me because she looked very terrified and concerned when she was on deck for last season's branding challenge. But all the same, welcome back, Suzanne. Fresh off the ever-confusing Roosies, Queen Kong is the first to rehearse and shoot and is clearly very panicked. And look, I think that kind of comes across in the overall uh, section we're seeing from, from Queen. She is very just, oh God, what do I do here? I have to make this funny. It has to be a peek inside my brain. Oh God, oh God, help me. That's kind of the overall impression I get here. Unfortunately, I feel for Queen because it's like, oh. And I think even Michelle and Suzanne are like, oh, okay, rightio. Up next was Spanky, who was much more together and I think quite prepared for this challenge after RuPaul's kind of slapdown. And I think the slapdown worked best for Spanky. This Palmerston North to a fever dream was spectacular. It it kind of didn't make sense in the rehearsal and uh, Michelle and Suzanne are like, what on earth is this? But it all came together. It, it really, it worked for me. And we'll get to the finished product in a second, but I think Spanky's rehearsal, having seen the finished product, makes a lot of sense. Molly was next to rehearse and shoot And I think she kind of falls into the same basket as Kong in the fact I think she was a bit like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And it kind of comes across in the rehearsal and the finished product, unfortunately. There was a veneer of polish, as always with Molly, but I think it lacked any real substance, both in rehearsal and in the finished product, unfortunately. Which is a shame because Molly has been pretty strong this season up until this point. And last but not least is Beverly I Can't Stop Talking Kills. This was, I think, aside from Spanky's Fever Dream, the worst rehearsal, and unfortunately it's not even funny, of the bunt. Like, there's no, there's no method to this. This was just... I'm sorry, Beverly, but this was a disaster. This was probably worse than Molly's. At least Molly's had a sense of humour, whereas... I don't know that this did. And it came across in rehearsal and, again, in the finished product. Ugh... Just a little pro tip, Beverly. You should have gone with Sugar Sheila. It was funnier. Speaking of Beverly, we then get the moment I, I think, have been waiting for the entire season is we finally get to see a crack in Beverly's obnoxious veneer and we get a vulnerable moment with Miss Kills in her basically saying, I am still figuring myself out as a drag queen and I don't really know what I'm doing. And I'm like, finally, it's taken you six episodes, but thank you for being a human. Because I think for the majority of the season, she's come across as a I know everything about drag, drag race expert. And it's, I don't know, it's, we're in episode six. It's kind of, it's worn me down at this point, all right? 
So it's nice to see Beverly sort of be like, no, I'm a human and I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. So thank you, Beverly. Speaking of, ah, uh, mirror moments, we then... Lily, can you not interrupt the sentimental moments, please? Everybody say hello to Lily. She's again making her presence known. Where was I? Sorry, folks. Uh, We then get another vulnerable mirror moment with Queen Kong. This, this broke my heart. This was really sad to hear about Kong's sister and just the the deep hurt that I think is is or was at the time of filming evidently still there my my heart goes out to Queen because that was really vulnerable and really personable of them to share it's also kind of nice to see a bit of a vulnerable um, resolution between Beverly and Queen as well in that moment of like you've shared something so I'm now gonna share but after those vulnerable moments we are at the runway for this week's episode and it's time once again to tell you my gimme gimme's or the outfits I unfortunately don't rate and instead would have to incinerate let's get to it and this week I might be a little bit controversial because we're incinerating four yes you heard me correctly four Let me start with Queen Kong because, oh dear. First of all, the outfit kind of looks like she's put toilet paper onto a bodysuit. And the hair, well, the hair is questionable. The hair could be a lot of things. But for the sake of keeping this relatively family friendly, she has a glory hole on the top of her head. It's like, Kong, you're in a bathroom. You've just decided to put the whole bathroom into your outfit? Okay, what's next? Are you Rhinal? Up next would be our two-meter maid. Yes, I'm betting both of them. Um, look, sure, it's an iconic Australian image, but I don't really like either of the outfits. I don't know. Neither of them really sold it for me. So unfortunately, you're both getting incinerated. Sorry, girls. And thus, I have left the worst to last. Yes, Hannah, I'm looking at you. That was the most bizarre interpretation of swimwear I have ever seen. I mean, look, colour palette, very cute, very me. But swimwear? I don't know. I don't know. So unfortunately, incineration. Which, by a process of elimination, might lead you all to guess my gimme gimme for the week is Spanky's Pamela Anderson impersonation. And... I have to be honest, I think this is the best Spanky has looked all season so far. This is stunning. She looks gorgeous. The hair is beautiful. The makeup looks good. The body is right. It all it all just works. She looks great. So that's my gimme gimme for the week. Everybody else get in the bin. But that brings us to the finished products. And now this I alluded to before. I think a lot of the rehearsals kind of showed us the outcome of the finished product. But I will tell you this, I'll keep it very simple and straightforward. My favorite for this challenge was Spanky. The fever dream just worked. The other one who I've just realized I missed when it comes to the rehearsals, sorry, is Hanaconda. Now her rehearsal, was 
kind of strange. It sort of worked. But then I think we saw it all come together in the finished product in the sense of her disjointed moments worked when you saw all the, the special effects. And it was probably her and Spanky were the highest of the bunch for me this week. Everybody else was just varying states of um, <laughs> So the top two for me this week would be Spanky and Hannah Conda. Unfortunately, Hannah, your outfit's terrible, so you're getting demoted, which would make Spanky my winner for the week. But before we get to who the judges decided were the bottom two of the week, we have to talk about Untucked because, oh, dear God, buckle up, because the judges asked the dreaded question of who do you think should go home tonight and why? And all of the queens said, Beverly. And as I think anybody with a brain could predict, Beverly did not take that well. Cue meltdown in five, four, three, two, boom. And I guess you could say the boom in this situation was less the runway and more Hannah, I'm a foghorn, Honda. This was just really uncomfortable to watch. I was like, oh dear, I'm just gonna hide behind a pillow. I was literally that Brooklyn meme of her just kind of hiding behind the pillow in Untucked. That was me this week. This was awful because Beverly just sort of fell to pieces and I was like, oh dear, she was trying to have a moment and then it all just went kaboom and I was like, ah, somebody make it stop. I was like, oh. And then Hannah tried to sort of walk it back and it was like, too late, it's out out the bag, too late, too late. And look, as much as I've I've kind of been a bit harsh on Beverly this season, I genuinely felt bad for her because I was like, this is... uh, This is really hard to watch. But I kind of wish it had been done in a bit of a gentler way rather than letting her kind of continually build her own delusion the entire season and then just kind of like like this was. But with that uncomfortable, untucked moment out of the way, the bottom two for this week are Beverly Kills and Queen Kong, which led us to the Grand Slam of Lip Syncs, or also known as, this is the beginning, shablam, shablam, somebody broke a hip. Seriously, I'm surprised somebody didn't injure themselves because they were throwing themselves around the stage more than I think we've even seen at a gymnastics competition at the Olympics. I was like, oh my God. This was a lip sync for the ages. They really did give it their all. And I'm going to make a controversial opinion here. I think this should have been a double chante. Sure, Beverly has been worn down this episode and it probably made sense to send her home. But I think it would have also been nice to give her a redemption moment of, we've worn you down, so now we'll build you back up a little bit, even if they sent her home next week. But unfortunately, that means our eliminated queen is Miss Beverly Giddyup Kills, who was told to ride off into the sunset. And with that, my loves, we have reached the end of a supersized edition of Drag Race Time Machine Down Under. 
I hope you have enjoyed this adventure as much as I have. And buckle up, because we're not done yet. This supersized episode is leading us into a drag extravaganza week as we hurtle towards the front. The first we hurdle towards me going to an emergency room for an evident stroke. Let's try that again. As we hurtle towards the finale of Drag Race Down Under, you're getting this episode today, episode seven tomorrow, and then we crown our queen on Wednesday with our grand finale. So I hope you're ready because it's going to be one hell of a draggy week. So buckle up, my loves, and I will speak to you very, very soon. Trapper Drag Race correspondent is off to have a lie down before we- before this stroke turns into an aneurysm. See you next week! Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.